What had he done to deserve this? What evil had he committed to warrant such punishment? Why was he forsaken? And why so terribly did he suffer? The priests at the temple had selected the lamb to be offered up. They had chosen the sacrificial victim to be slain, whose life would be forfeited and whose shed blood would make atonement for sin. The lamb had been inspected. It was a male, a year old, and was without blemish or defect, according to the law of Moses. He met all the requirements. And now the hour for the lamb to be slaughtered was at hand. When the sharpened blade of the priest would come down upon him. Upon him was laid the chastisement due others, and on him the knife would now fall. So it was in the days of the Old Testament. It's what the law of Moses required. But the animal sacrifices performed by the people of Israel were unlike those performed by the pagans. They weren't done to satisfy a cruel deity's lust for blood. The Lord our God required sacrifice, rather, to atone for the sins of his people. The Lord required it so he could reconcile them to himself and be in communion with them all. For despite his divine righteousness and holiness, the Lord desires to dwell with and among sinners. In his great love, he wants to draw near and be with them, that they would enjoy all of his divine gifts in abundance. But as wood, hay, and stubble cannot survive communion, with a blazing fire. So too, sinners cannot dwell in the presence of a holy God without being completely consumed. That is, unless their transgressions are atoned for and the Lord forgives all their sins. Thus, through Moses, the Lord instituted the daily rite of atonement to be carried out, among many other things, of course. For dwelling in the presence of the Lord is impossible without atonement, and no one can approach him or partake of his blessings without the forgiveness of sins. And so an offering was to be rendered twice daily, according to the Torah, evening and morning, each day. A lamb was sacrificed to atone for the sins of the people. For because of their sins, they deserved the punishment of death. 
Altogether, their lives should have been forfeit, one and all. But though the Lord is surely righteous and surely brings forth justice on account of sin, he's also compassionate towards the undeserving and delights in showing mercy. The Lord didn't desire that any of his people should thus perish. In his heart, he desired to forgive their iniquity, to sanctify them and gather them unto himself. So the Lord provided a lamb to be sacrificed to atone for the sins of his people. Twice a day, every day, he gave over a lamb to be slain and to make satisfaction on their behalf. Evening and morning, blood from a lamb was poured out to cover over their iniquities. It cleansed them of their impurity, all their sins. For as the Lord says in Leviticus, the life of the flesh is in the blood. And dear friends, you can be sure and certain of this. Without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness of sins. But when the life of the Lamb was poured out, a great exchange would occur. God's people were forgiven their sins, and instead it was the Lamb who suffered bearing the punishment they deserve. Instead, it was the lamb who died, pouring his life out for theirs. The innocent sacrificial lamb would die, as at least one creature did in the Garden of Eden, with whose skins the Lord covered the nakedness of Adam and Eve. The lamb died also as Abel did afterwards. Abel, who was struck down by his brother Cain, despite doing him no wrong. Likewise, it was, after all, an innocent ram that was killed on Mount Moriah and was offered up instead of Isaac. You remember, too, how Uriah the Hittite was conspired against by the king and was cut down, though he was blameless. And how terrible was that judgment the Lord rendered upon the child David had with Bathsheba because of the sins of his father. Prophets sent by the Lord to preach to his people were mocked and stoned to death for their efforts. John the Baptist was unjustly imprisoned by Herod and was beheaded in the end. And indeed, all of these and many, many more point to Jesus, the Lamb of God, the one who for all your sins was put to death and for every sin of mine. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we esteemed him stricken, 
smitten by God and afflicted, but he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. Upon him was the chastisement that brought us peace, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. For your hands, which have worked evil against your neighbor and withheld from them so much good, the hands of Christ were pierced. With nails, they were fastened to the cross. For your feet, which have often carried you quickly, into wrongdoing and have been slow to flee from evil. The feet of Christ were pierced. Sore and bleeding profusely, they were fixed in place for you. For your evil thoughts, which have polluted your mind and corrupted the minds of others, the sacred head of Christ was pierced. Thorns pressed into his skull and blood ran down his holy body, which had been beaten, lacerated, scourged, and marred beyond human semblance. And for your heart, out of which has come all manner of wickedness and perversion of many kinds, the heart of Christ was pierced by a spear. And so too now let your heart be pierced by the love of Jesus, the innocent Lamb of God who died for you. If winning your salvation had required him to suffer more, he surely would have done it. He died that you might live eternally, and he was buried that with him you might rise. What more could he do to show you who he is? What greater love has anyone than this? As streams of water went out from the rock, struck by the staff of Moses, let your heart be struck by the cross of Christ and his great love for you. And likewise, let your heart pour forth love and trust in him. And dear friends, let these words resound deeply in you always. You have no need for the blood of animals to be poured out on your behalf. You have no need of that. For the very Lamb of God has shed his holy, precious blood for you. And by his sacrifice, once and for all, Christ has made atonement for your sins. 
and with his blood he has blotted out all of your iniquities, every one. And you stand every day, every day, as one justified by grace, one sanctified and cleansed by the blood of Jesus. And you now have communion with your Father in heaven because your sins are forgiven in the Lamb who is his beloved Son. And to the same Jesus Christ is all glory both now and forevermore. Amen. Amen.